Welcome back, motherfuckers. <laughs> so we're back to Abli. Oh my god. Can I speak English? Uh, evidently not. Weekly rants with Abby. And if you already didn't fucking know, and I hope you already do, I am Abby. So this week I wanted to talk about shutting it down emotionally or basically your quote demon phase is what I've heard it called, which makes me want to fucking <laughs> look. Uh, it just sounds so bad when people call it that. But a lot of times people will do this if they have just been fucked over by someone. It could be friends. It could be romantically. It could be even family members. And they just don't want to care anymore. They don't want to feel they shut down emotionally. And I've been there, obviously. I'm a human being. And the reality of it is, is it's not healthy on its own. I thought before that not caring and turning off my emotions, that it was going to benefit me. And if I could just ignore those feelings, that I could move on really quickly. And I didn't, nobody wants to be sad. Let's be honest. Like, it fucking sucks. And everybody will act like they don't care or it doesn't really affect them. And then when they get home at the end of the day, it's it hits them like a motherfucking train. So if you ignore those emotions and even just, and that could be anger, that could be sadness, that could be depression, anxiety, it builds up and it's more harmful to you and it sucks. It really does. And it makes going throughout your day really hard, even getting up in the morning, really difficult to do. But you have to obviously feel you can't just be like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm sorry. That's just not. I mean, if you want to be mentally ill, that's fine. Keep fucking doing that. But trying to fill a void instead of actually dealing with your issues. Like, I'm calling everybody out on this episode. Here's the thing. I know everybody does it. And you can fill that void with partying, whether it's alcohol, drugs, sex. Literally just you're like, nah, I don't want to think. And at the time, it's beneficial to us. And we think that it's helping us heal, get through it, because we don't have to think about it. And if it doesn't really matter at that moment, then it doesn't matter at all. But it's the opposite. And I've been told many, many times from therapists, from friends, even my parents, that you need to let yourself heal. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. That's what I'm trying to do. But for me personally, and I've told a couple people about this or explained how it works for me. When I go through something that's traumatic or upsetting my brain automatically represses it. It just completely out of my head, like it's never even happened. The memory is erased. And it's not even like on purpose. At this point, it is an automatic trigger response that my brain represses anything that my body finds scary or sad because I did it as a child. Unfortunately, and it could be a month, six months, a year, something will trigger that memory and all of those emotions that I never 
handled before will come rushing back. And I swear to God, (laughs) it's a whole body experience. And I just, it's horrible. And I've had to work really hard that to even get out of that because it's so automatic. And dealing with your emotions is unfucking comfortable. And as humans, we don't we don't want that. We just want to be like, oh, everything is just sunshine and rainbows, and that is not fucking life. Life sucks. It it really does. But the point that I've come to realize is that if you can make it through life and experience all these shitty things, shitty people, grief and everything and still look at the little small bright side of things and be like, well, all right, I just got fucked over. But that's just today. That's just one person. That's not how every single day is going to be. Then it changes your perspective of life. And instead of expecting people to automatically fuck you over, because I was like that for a while. And I would just, after getting hurt once or having something super traumatic, I was just like, everybody wants to hurt me. Nobody gives a shit. And don't get me wrong. I still have those thoughts. It happens. You know, it it doesn't ever go away. But the way that you have to remind yourself, if you keep saying like, no, shut the fuck up. It's just one bad thing. Eventually it gets easier to do. And I have so many stories I could tell you about where I, quote, turned off my emotions because I got extremely hurt by a man or a woman or a friend. And I just became the most toxic human being ever. It was it was not okay. I look back and I'm like, God damn, I was a piece of fucking shit. And like I look back and I'm like, that's not even who I am. I don't. I don't like who I became during those moments because I let those horrible situations take me over and change me. But I thought I was just having a good time. I was like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be sad. I just want to have a good time. But those good times were only for a weekend, maybe a month, a couple weeks. But then I still came home or I came to or sobered up and was just like fuck these feelings are still here and they don't they don't go away and you need to be able to acknowledge them not sit there and dwell over them and not be like damn life sucks i hate my life i hate everything like no that's not what i'm saying at all i you need to be able to realize and be like okay this is a shitty person a shitty situation that's fine what they did is fucked up cool and then you have to think that is that person that is that situation that is not my life and (laughs) as 20 year olds we're really young we cannot handle our emotions at all I don't think I've met one young 20 year old or even like later 20s who is mentally fucking stable nobody is can handle anything that goes wrong and that's also a reminder of we are we're adults yes 
as soon as you turn 18, you are legally an adult. But mentally, we are not fucking sane. And we're still really young to the point that if you're dwelling over these things at such a young age, you are not understanding that you have so much more life experiences that are going to come. If you were dwelling over a person in your 20s, 20s, and I've even met motherfuckers, including myself, I will call myself out on this, <laughs> in high school who, like, I, in high school, I dated people for longer than a year, and I was like, oh my god, they're the love of my life, blah, 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 bitch, the fuck, you're a child, no, and even in your 20s, like, I get it, you may date people for years, and you think you're going to build a life with them, and a lot of the times, your 20s romantically are supposed to be when you're supposed to find your true love, blah, 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 and so when people break up, and they think that that person was supposed to be the love of their life, they emotionally shut down. And they think their life's over. They're never going to find love again. And it's like, you thought the same thing in high school. And look what happened. And a lot of people just turn into the biggest douchebags. And it's okay. Like, I understand like you get your feelings hurt, your heart's broken. But then you end up treating other people like shit and that's where it comes into being toxic or you start treating yourself like shit and you don't take care of yourself because you just shut down and I am guilty to a fucking T on that and I'm like I will ramble on easily about how bad it is to shut down emotionally but I'm still the same motherfucker who does it does it oh my god great English again I'm so glad I'm struggling I'm the same person who will still do it. And I'll give you an example. So in high school, I had been in a relationship with a guy. Um, I'm going to try to stay away from naming people on this podcast. uh, Just because I know some people will get their egos hurt. And I don't want to deal with the repercussions of it. But I went through a relationship with this man and I got cheated on several times by him. (laughs) I can laugh now because like, it's not funny, but it is funny to me because I just had no fucking idea. And one of them ended up being one of my friends. And after we broke up, I became the most cold hearted bitch in the entire world and I mean not even just like mean to men I was mean to everyone it was mean to my parents my friends I just turned fucking cold because I was so disgusted uh, and hurt by this one person that I took it out on the entire world which isn't okay and that went on for probably about seven or eight months and I was angry I was sad everything pissed me off and I was going out to party every weekend and even on 
school nights, which, what the fuck was wrong with me? (laughs) And because I was so angry and so hurt and I just never wanted to feel it. But then in high schools, I was literally just fueling it because I was drinking. I was partaking in other activities. (laughs) If you know me, you know. And I was a completely different person. And don't get me wrong, like me normally, I am a very spazzy, just ah, up in your face person. (laughs) And I wasn't. I was very quiet and just cold. And I remember when I finally got out of this phase, one of my best friends at the time, his name was Saul, um, actually told me, he was, bless his heart for this, Saul, you're a real one, but he was like, I like you so much better when you are sober and not letting men control your emotions he was like because i'm gonna be honest abby he was like you were a fucking bitch and i was like oh okay he wasn't wrong (laughs) he wasn't wrong at all um but nobody had said that to me in that entire time not even like my closest girlfriends my parents um no one and it literally took my guy best friend at the time named saul being like, Abby, you were a fucking bitch. Like, I, I still loved you because, like, you're my best friend, but you were not a good person. And it kind of hit a different spot in me. Like, it was, and I don't know, that may not work for everybody. Obviously, if you're going through a hard situation and someone's just like, dude, you've really been acting like a bitch. Some people are, <laughs> now that I think about it. That probably isn't the best way to handle it, but it worked for me. And after that, I started to realize, I was like, I'm letting other people control my emotions and how I then interact with others. And that's fucking stupid, you know? And when you don't handle your emotions in a, in a quote healthy way you're just self-sabotaging and there were times where I thought I had quote healed from something was I actually no I hadn't even addressed the issue I had just been like nah I'll think about it later never thought about it again but then when I would start new relationships and even like friendships, it didn't even have to be romantically. Um, those thoughts and emotions would get triggered by something that those individuals would do. And I couldn't figure out why I would react so much. Bitches, because you didn't fucking heal ever. Like, oh my God. Like, it took me so long <laughs> to realize, like, why? Why is this such an issue? It was like, Um, PTSD, bitch, you literally never healed from anything and you thought you did. And this whole, oh my God, I don't even want to say it. It's, 
it's so cringy. The whole demon phase, or it, it's dumb. You want to be known that you're heartless and that you don't care about people and that you use them really easily. Wow, that's impressive. And this goes to, this isn't even directed towards men. This is directed towards, like, females as well. Because I I have friends currently who are like this. And I'm just like, you know, good for you if you just want to, like, hook up. Cool. But when you turn it into this whole, I don't want to feel you're disrespecting yourself and others. If you know what you want, that's cool. I I don't give a two shits if you just want to hook up with people, whatever. Um, But if you're only doing that or if you're only talking to a ton of people or you're only going to parties or doing social events because you don't want to fucking feel, that's a fucking problem. You know? Because, uh... You're just, it's not, it's not okay. And everybody handles their emotions or stresses in a different way. And for me, like currently, um, I still struggle with not shutting down. Um, I had some, actually, I'm not going to lie. Month of September, absolutely motherfucking terrible. I was, at the end of September, I was like, God, I just got fucking raw-dogged in the ass so hard, so many, not literally, but, like, absolutely fucked over by September, and at the end of it, I was like, wow, what a life experience, I learned so much from September, because I just got fucked over, and there were times in September where I shut down, and specifically when I lost my kitten, Jinx. And I've lost pets before, but never that young. And easily for, like, the first week after it happened, I barely could get out of bed. I did not talk to anybody. I didn't answer texts, calls, or anything for at least 48 hours. And... I was trying my best to handle my emotions. And I I mean, like I skipped class. I didn't go to work. I did not. And I worked 50 hours a week. So like kind of (laughs) hard, kind of hard to do that. But um, I just, I couldn't do it. And I think that was the first time ever I had let myself acknowledge how how I was feeling I've experienced grief death of people pets everything in my life already but never once when it like first happened had I let myself like deal with the emotions head on and it was horrible absolutely terrible but I think And I still am sad uh, when I think about her. But 
it's different compared to when I had dealt with a, a past pet dying and I did not handle that situation well at all. And I tried to handle it in other ways. And then it took me probably about two years to get over that. And I'm not over the death of my kitten yet. But it's not hitting me as hard as the other one did. And I think it's because for that first week, I just let myself cry. I let, I, and I did become alienated from my friends and socially, but I wasn't completely shutting down because if I was shutting down, I would have been doing a lot of things, but I didn't allow myself to do that even though I wanted to. And when I was ready, I reached out to my friends. I reached out to my parents and I was like, hey, I know you guys know what's going on. Um, I'm not okay. And I'm not normally the one to even acknowledge that I am not okay. I mean, I'll make a joke about it. I'm like, damn, I'm depressed as shit. Like, I want to die, but I don't. I've learned do not say that to a therapist. They don't think it's funny. Um, (laughs) but when I could acknowledge that I was not okay personally, I think that was also a major step for me because before I would just be like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. And I knew I wasn't fine, but I thought if I kept saying I was fine, eventually I would believe it. And really, I was just numb. But when I could finally acknowledge I'm not okay. And I reached out to some of my closest friends. And even my mom. Which I don't really talk about my feelings to anybody. Yet I now I'm telling them all over the internet. But whatever. <laughs> um... I felt like I actually had support. Before I would try, I would, like I said, I would say, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I would wait around expecting people to notice that I wasn't okay. And I wanted them to reach out to me and I wanted them to be like, hey, I know you're not all right. Bitch, you know, I think back on that and again, why? Because people are scared to admit that they're not okay. I mean, I was. I didn't want people to see. I had always been. I don't know why people thought I was like this. (laughs) I really don't. But just someone who never gave a shit. And just, I was never hurt by anything. And. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe I just was heartless. I don't know. I'm trying to be better, I promise. Um, But now I kind of lost my train of thought on that. But I've learned that it's okay, one, to ask for help. It's okay to fucking struggle and 
to be hurt by people fucking death period like to the fucking point um relationships friendships your parents but don't turn off your emotions don't become heartless because the only person you are hurting is yourself and obviously that's cliche as shit but being numb is not beneficial pretending like those emotions aren't there doesn't work eventually they will come back around and they're gonna hit you two three times harder because you thought they had left and like i've said everybody heals differently for me um working out helps if i do not work out (laughs) six to seven days a week um i will lose it painting for me helps um socially it didn't or i guess being social didn't used to really help but now it does even if it's literally sitting with a friend doing nothing going out in public not allowing myself to just sleep or and it's fine well uh, let me correct myself i was about to say it's fine if you want to go out and party but it's if that's how you're handling your sadness no um it's not because no one (laughs) no one and i know we all have experienced this likes to deal with the drunk crying girl or man i have met a a couple of drunk crying man men oh my god I'm so, dude, the thing is, I am a writing tutor, and grammatically, this episode, I can't speak for shit. So, if you ever have me as your writing tutor, I apologize, because grammatically, not the best. (laughs) But, I guess, everybody knows that it's hard to deal with emotions. It... It really takes a strong person to be like, I am not okay. And then try to correct and move on or handle things in a healthy manner. Um, You just have to try to find things that maybe you don't even do them as much anymore. Like I just started reading again and I used to read all the time. Like I would read probably three or four books a week. And I hadn't done that in a really long time. And like I said, September sucked major fucking dick. (laughs) I was trying to find so many new things to just bring any emotions back. And reading ended up being one of them for me. So finding tune with yourself and figuring out things, even if you haven't done them in fucking years. Go outside. Read a book. Just don't become a heartless fucking loser. Because there's no point. What, What's going to happen? Those emotions are going to come back? 
and you're gonna hurt people while you do this, including your fucking self. Like, and I'm saying this now out loud, and I'm just kind of just like, damn, bro, why haven't I listened to myself a little bit more? It's hard. It really is. But the sooner you start, like, as soon as something shitty happens, the sooner you start to acknowledge that, yes, okay, that's fucked up. That person is fucked up. This experience is fucked up. That's a lot of fucked up, Stan. But as soon as you can acknowledge that, you can start healing through emotions and get over it. And then you just level the fuck up. Because look, or, well, (laughs) I would say one of the best things is meeting people who can handle their shit when they're put into rough situations and they can just get through it or they can talk about it, communicate about it instead of just, nope, walls up. That is amazing. And I know maybe one person who can do that. And it takes time. So the sooner you start, like I said, the easier it gets. And motherfuckers, bitches, (laughs) that is what I have for you today. So the next time you're feeling fucking ugh, like it, ugh, it makes me want to throw up. (laughs) Like, you want to be heartless and in your demon phase. Let yourself feel so that you can get over it quicker and move on with your life. All right? I will see you all next week. Adios, amigos.